Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. It's your host, Hatch, with my boy. Yes, sir, T.O., I am in the building. Yes. You think it, we say it. Already, every day, all day, you dig? Special yeah. guest today, Vernon Davis is up in the building. What's up, my guy? What up, what up? Good there to be here, man. Good to be fellow here. Fellow 49er, San Francisco 49er. Was y'all there at the same no, time? No, we didn't cross paths. No. You know what? Thank you. I, I'm glad you didn't have to play with this dude. I'm so glad. But we're linked. We're, 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 we're linked indirectly. Everybody, how you in, linked we're, indirectly? We're linked in, indirectly. Okay, so no, this is what I really want to talking about. I know what he's talking about. He's talking about he got to catch two, I got to catch three. No, so there, it is, there it is, there it is. I mean, it shouldn't be really the so. be two pitches. That's it? In the whole <laughs> they just three? Yeah, that should, whole be, whole only, should be only just two. So, but so they you, just made up a catch three. So when you got there, he was already gone, right? Yeah, so what was the was the temperature in the building when he left? Was there still conversations about when he left, or did you get any of that, or you was, he was already gone too long already? Oh, no, there was conversation. I mean, you talk about guys like him and Jerry Rice, and, right, right. you know, those guys who, who were, you know, who left a great legacy behind. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in the franchise, so they, he was always talked about, not just in the franchise, in the building, but outside the building as well. You know, right. I knew people that knew him, hung out with him, I right, hung out right. with them. So it's kind of like <clears throat> becomes a family, you know, like a network. Okay. Um, you know. Are you, do you consider yourself a 49er or a Redskin? You know, I would say I, I would I would kind of say both because okay. I grew up rooting for the Washington yeah. football team and. Yeah. And being able to go back there and play for my hometown team is always yeah. Plus, what is so. that like? Because I like I said I grew up in Alabama. We didn't have a professional team, but how was that? Like I said, like you said, who do you identify with most? And then I, obviously yeah. you just answered that. But to go back to where you grew up and then play for a professional football team, did you have to get a lot of tickets? You have a lot of right, a lot of family. <clears throat> was it a lot of distractions? I know at this point in time, late in your career, you know how to handle all those things. But mm-hmm. was it a lot to kind of? You know, embody going you, back home. You know, well, not this time around because I was old. I was more mature. You know, I was no, I when I arrived. I was what 30, 33, 33 years old. So I'd already been through you know getting all the tickets and all this right, and that. Right. But there was some excitement because you know I was happy to be back in front of my family and friends, and you know um, it was just a lot of excitement. So I did by the first game. I ended up. I bought. I had like twenty tickets, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the, mm-hmm. the franchise, would, the organization would give me tickets, too, because they knew I was from there. Yeah. So it was, yeah. I had more control over everything. So you, were you motivated to put on <laughs> for the city? Mm-hmm. Man, I was motivated, <laughs> man. I was going out. I was at all the events. Yeah. You yeah. know, I found that I, was, I had a girlfriend, and it was just like, it was a spark. You know, I, was, I mm-hmm. felt like I was rejuvenated. No, because I saw you toward the end of your career. Like I said, you, you kind of up and down, but yeah. then go to Washington, I'm yeah. like, okay, we start seeing some flashes of mm. when you came out of you know, came oh. out of college, mm. you know what I mean? Everybody knew you for the speed, catching, and, I, and you mm. saw that re- rejuvenation. Yeah, man, it was interesting because when I left Denver, you know, Denver didn't want to sign me back. Washington was the first team that reached out because Scott McLuhan was there. You probably know Scott McLuhan, the general yeah. manager at the 49ers sound, at the time. Sound. No, I don't know him, but I But I you're familiar him. with yeah. him. So he was there, he reached out, and uh, he, I went in, I took a pay cut. You know, mm-hmm. I, I took a pay cut. The next day, you know, I was like, you know, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna have to prove and show them that I can still play still this game because mm-hmm. they was like, oh, he's declining. But when I got there, I think six games through that season, they wanted to resign me for three more years. Mm-hmm. So I ended up signing back mm-hmm. uh, five million dollars a year after uh, after that season was over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So you're from Maryland. Let's go back a little bit. Coming out of high school, right? You obviously a physical specimen, right? And we're always talking about the the trying to get our point across to the kids is mm. 
you don't have to be a superstar to make it to the NFL, right? You don't have to have all that early success, right? You seem to have a lot of early success. How did you handle it and stay motivated and stay competitive, like, within your own mm. body as far as going through this whole process? Um, you're talking about early on, just, yeah, just yeah. that consistency, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I this think when Vernon with the hair. <laughs> the that the, guy. Uh, the hypey, the hypey movement. Yeah. All, all that crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, I just, uh, I think just... Just realizing, like, everything that you go through in life, just all the fears and the things that you struggle with as a kid, like, you know, whether it's your mom, your dad, just anything you have, mm -hmm. I think just embodying that and just keeping that with you at the top of your mind and saying that, hey, I don't want to, I can't go back to where I came mm -hmm. from, so I have to do everything that I have to do to be able to um, get to where I'm trying to go, pretty much. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, where you came from was that, did you consider, like, you know, your upbringing, like the neighborhood, how bad or how good was that? Oh, it was tough. I was on probation in sixth grade. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I got arrested man. twice in six. Oh, you're yeah, a really kid. You oh, what, 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 ha what, ha what happened? What's the, what's the two times? Hide, 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 hide your wife. Look, look. <laughs> okay, it, what happened then? <laughs> hey, tell it. We <laughs> don't need to tell it now. Hide your kids. Hide everything. Yeah, so what happened in sixth grade then, man? No, it's just it's one of those things, man. It's like, it wasn't me. It was just the, I was a product of my environment. It's the people that I was following. You know what I mean? So it was... I, I guess it was just I really wanted to be something in life, mm. so I knew that I had to stop. When I arrived, in, when I got in seventh grade, I said, "All right, I'm gonna pull back." I went to a school away from the friends that I grew up with mm. because I knew that I was protected there. I didn't have to be with them anymore. Mm -hmm. Was that your mom, your dad, removing you from that that environment? No, I didn't have my mom and dad. Oh. My grandparents raised me and my six siblings. Oh, wow, okay. sexy guy. Yeah. Okay. So okay. was it her? removing you from that environment, seeing I, that you were kind of going off the beaten path? Nope, because she didn't have anything to do. She didn't even want me to play football. Mm, she, my same. grandmother never even been to a game. Same, same. Wow, yeah, same. See, you see what I'm saying? Same. So you know, she never been to a game. So it was just all me just wanting to to just do what I... Want to change. I, yeah, wow. I just want to change. I just wanted to be wow. something in life. So I knew that I had... I knew what I had to do, mm -hmm. you know, because of the, the things that was installed, installed upon me from my grandmother at right. an early age. So I, I just kind of listened. It's all about listening. Yeah, I wow. listened, I absorbed the information, yeah. and I applied it. Well, that's powerful because now you have a yeah. son, right? Again, he's getting... He's, he's around that... The one that's, yeah, the one that's around that age is like, yeah. now that you see how important that environment is, are mm. you watching to make sure that he's not getting into, you know, in the wrong crowd? No, not really, because I, I lead by example. So he, mm -hmm. I got him around me all the time. So they kind of mm -hmm. see how I move, how I operate, follow me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where you, I continue to uh, relay the information. Mm -hmm. And I just trust that he's getting that information. He's doing what he has to do. And I observe, I observe him. Right, know, I make right. sure he's, and he's a good kid. He's a great kid. Mm -hmm. Good grades. And I talk to him all the time. I was like, look, I did what I had to do. Like, right. Now right. it's your turn. Right. You, you, you you listen or you don't, but at the end of the day, you have to deal with the consequences and the things that you put out there later mm -hmm. on, right? Yeah, so right. make sure that you continue to listen, pay attention, always respect your mom and dad, That's and awesome. do what you got to do. Mm -hmm. That's, That's awesome, man. Sounds like, you know, like me being raised with my grandma, just being respectful, being mannerable, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Knowing, because they're going to, like you said, <clears throat> they're going to instill in you how they were raised, Hoping, right. like you said, you listen mm -hmm. and Take heed you're too. basically doing the same thing. So, mm -hmm. same thing I try to do with, with with my kids. You know what I mean? Like I said, not having mm -hmm. a father figure in the household, you want to try to be the best example that you can be mm -hmm. for them. And then for me, I know what it was like not to have a dad. So I try to replace, you know, and be be 
to them what my dad wasn't mm -hmm. for me. You know what? There's a there's a conversation we don't we haven't talked about on the show, but I see a lot of uh, former athletes, right? We're we're always saying, okay, for our kids to make it to our level, right? We had a certain desire. We had a certain mm -hmm. we want to get out this situation that we're in because it was bad, right? Mm -hmm. But when you're a professional athlete, your kids were spoiled compared to what your upbringing was, right? right? What, what do you see there as far as this new generation, and how are you going to like differentiate that as a, as a father <clears throat> figure for your kids, in your, in your opinion? As far as them being spoiled, you say? Like or, or like what path, because like, they might not be spoiled to you, yeah. but to us, when we look at kids now, they get everything. So we yeah. think all these kids are spoiled. Like, how are you going to make it to the NFL if you don't have a dying desire to get out of the situation you're in? Because that's how we all kind of made it. We, ha we mm -hmm. wanted to change. We wanted to go to the NFL. Yeah. We would die to go play pro, pro ball, right? And now it's like a lot of kids expect kid. things to be given to them because, right. Right. because they're such and such, because right. their dad was such, such, and, such. and such. They, they don't want to put in the work to actually, right. you know, right. do it. They don't want to put in the work, yeah. <clears throat> it's, um, you're right, because they're lazy. They want to play video games. They want right. to look at social media. Instagram. And we know that's not going to make it. You can't no, make it not. doing that. No, you're right. You're right. It's just, it's, it goes back to one of those things. It's just like, you don't really, so me, I don't really push football or sports on my kids. I kind of, mm. I push education and just them, them nice. being good human beings. Nice. And, and I'll go back to my grandmother's principles too. As far as me giving them, I don't give them what they want. I give them what they need. Mm. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, they always want this, they want that. But I, I can't, I'm not going to, that don't mean I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you got to work for it. Yeah, yeah. Like my son, it. he wanted, he said, Dad, can you give me these shoes? Right. You, uh, I want, can you give me $50? Mom, Mom, not going to give me uh, money to my cash app. Right. I was like, okay, um, see all these clothes right here? There you go. All yeah. my clothes that yeah. I got in my bath, go get them, go wash them and fold them up. Yeah. He did it. I gave him his 50 bucks. Nice. nice. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because it's, it's, it's something we talk about a lot, but we don't really put it on wax a lot just because right. it's like, well, because people always ask, why do professional athletes' kids not go play pro sports? I go, it's, there's yeah. a fine line there. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just, like, tough to be like, well, yeah, the kid was 6'7 or 6'8, and his dad was in the NBA, so he should be in the NBA. Right. It's not that easy, right? Yeah. That upbringing, is, it's a little bit different, especially nowadays in 2021. Right. We, yeah. we didn't have any choice but to go outside and grind yeah. and yeah. play sports or whatever. We didn't have all these extra things that... Yeah directed or diverted our attention, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We didn't have computers, we didn't have, you know, the, we had video games, but now these kids are constantly on yeah. all these social media uh, apps, platforms, or what have you, mm -hmm. and it occupies and monopolizes all their time to that, yeah. that's all they want to do. Mm -hmm. They don't want to go outside, like we had, yeah, we had no to go choice. outside and play, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was hot, it didn't matter. 100 mm. degrees, we outside playing basketball, we playing football, yeah. we play baseball. Making up games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now yeah. these kids, like I said, I mean, they're, they're so enthralled with, you know, YouTube highlights, and they think that they're going to get better just watching highlights and seeing guys, you know, play at the top of their game. Like, I mean, we're about to witness, you know, Steph Curry do some great things. You see KD, you see LeBron. Mm -hmm. um, they see all the... They see the, 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 the benefits yeah, of the highlights. hard work. They don't know what's going on behind the scenes. What made you Vernon Davis, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? The number one pick, you know what I mean? Coming out, you know, being a top receiver, I mean, top tight end. Right. They didn't see what went into that, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? As fans, they just see the, the fruits of the labor, right. you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Right. The ESPN you know clip. Right, right. <laughs> so, that, I mean, my son is the same way. I'm always trying to encourage him, like, yo, this is what's needed, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, to get to this level. You know, yeah. 
yeah, I may be your dad. Yeah, my, my name may hold some weight. It may open some doors. Right. But ultimately, you're going to have to do the work. Yeah, absolutely. That's dope. Yeah, well, we were talking prior to the show. We were talking <clears throat> about your son. You were telling me, like, your kids got natural ability. Yeah. Did you see that, or are you seeing it now? And are you going to push them? Like, for me, I didn't push my kids to play any sports. Whatever they wanted to play, I'm going to support them. Like, my son, like I said, he wanted to play basketball early on. He didn't get into football until, like, his 11th and 12th grade year. And now he's at Missouri State uh, going into his uh, junior year. Um, but like I said, I didn't push him into playing receiver. Everybody's like, well, what position does he play? Mm. He wanted to play receiver. Has the body for it. I'm going to encourage him, support him. Your kids. Yeah. Well, my oldest son is 14. I saw it when, he was, when we were in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And he was playing flag football. He started making all these moves, cutting. and mm-hmm. it, was, it was very impressive. So I was like, oh, yeah, he got it. I can mm-hmm. tell. Him. Then when I went to his first game this year, he was so dominant, man. He was going across the middle, he was catching hands. And then we were at the, we'd be at the playground. So what I do is instead of coaching them, I make up games with my kids. Okay. So I run routes. I got me, and I'll catch it over the over the left side. I'll catch it over the right right side. Okay. And you know, I'm just doing like I like practice. Mm-hmm. And I and I say, y'all gotta follow, do everything I do. So mm-hmm. then I go throw it to them. Nice. So now I don't look like I'm coaching them. Right. Right. So now That's when nice. I'm out there, I can see their ability, and I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, they they draft picks. Yeah, because when you have wow. fun yeah. with it, it's not like you're yeah. out there teaching yeah. them. Right. You know what I mean? They don't think it's you know you're coaching yeah. or what have you. You're right. just out there just you know just having fun. Coach exactly. Davis. Having having having, exactly. <laughs> having uh, right. father son time. They don't feel the pressure. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they don't, they just, it's just, I'm just, we're just playing and running drills and playing, but they don't know that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But as soon, at some point now, so he's what, 14? He's 14. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So I don't even bother. I don't even coach. I, we just still play that game. We yeah, go, right still, game. Go, play the game. So game. when is it going to get serious? When, when, when is it going to get serious? You know, like, okay, I can see you maybe playing. Obviously, you got to get through high school, right. college, and then possibly playing at the next level. So do you think from what you've witnessed that he has next level potential? Oh, yeah, next level for sure. Oh, yeah, it's all it's all up here. Mm-hmm. He yeah. can play next level for sure because I can see the things that he's doing now. He's out there just, it's like, he's a, he's a, he's a man. A bigger, a, a, a younger he's a man bigger. amongst boys right now. Oh, and what man. he's doing for what he's doing right now, he's just raw. Mm-hmm. And that's what you, you know, were. You were like top. a man amongst right. boys too, especially with the speed. What, what kind of speed does he have? Does he have good speed? Because you're he known. I, but I can't see. I can't see. I've never really seen him open up, but I've right. seen him just break away from like people. A burst. Right. But I don't know what kind of speed that is. Right. right. You know right. what I mean? But I can when, tell he can run. Right. Can when run. you came out, that's what was, you were known for your speed. Because I was like, yeah. man, everybody kept talking about, man, this guy, Vernon Davis. 4-3 guy. like, man. Mm. He was a 4-3 guy. There's only two 4-3 guys. You were 4-3, really? right? You got caught. Yeah, so there's only two 4-3 guys yeah, on the yeah. panel. <laughs> That's why I'm saying. You, so the conversation really is going to exclude this guy. There's only two 4-3s out here. So. But what were you saying, Mr. Slow Guy? What were you, what were you saying, my, my man? So that's, that's what we're doing? <laughs> okay, okay, cool. I, I, I wasn't a 4-3, but I, I was never caught from behind. Yeah, I never caught, never, never caught from behind. Feel <laughs> speed. Certain guys got certain guys. Even Jerry Rice, he got yeah. field speed, man. Very he might not be the fastest 40 guy, but one speed. thing about when they get on that field, 
Ain't nobody. I got gang spirit. Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can name a lot of guys like that, man. Absolutely. Frank Gore, Crabtree, all these guys I played with, they just got field speed, man. Right. Let, let me let me ask you. But you had to learn before we go there. But you had it though. And like I said, oh yeah. yeah I, when you came out, yeah. everybody kept talking about like, yo, because you know, tight ends, like you know, he's the next best tight end. So you, I mean, you got right. Gronk. I played with Brent Jones back mm. in the day. You know, mm. you had Dallas Clark, some of the tight ends, mm. Jason Witten. Right. But they weren't known. For, for speed. their speed. No, no. Right. So I'm like, man, if he got hands like these guys mm, and, no he, got, and he, he has the speed, I'm like, yo, yeah. Shannon Sharp, I'm like, yo, these, I mean, I'm like, yo, I'm like, this mm. dude's about to break some records. Right. You know, mm. barring any injury, I'm like, man, this dude is about to be what they call a problem. Mm. And that's what you were. I saw that, like, I saw that that transformation. I mean, I saw, you, saw it in college. I saw the mm. highlights. And I'm like, man, this dude is about to be serious. So you came in, you did your thing. What was, like, when you came out, obviously, like, you, you kind of transcended the tight end position because now you got hands, you got guys that obviously you can, mm. you know, you can work against DBs, nickel safety, guys. Yeah. I mean, you were ragdolling, like, linebackers. Mm. It, was a, it was a mismatch. Um, who were some of the tight ends coming out if you had anybody or you just wanted to come in and just play football? I mean, you, sometimes that's usually how it is. Like, you don't have an idol, you don't have a, a guy mm-hmm. you look up to, you just want to go play football. Yeah, I always looked, I looked at, uh, I looked at Shannon Sharp, Antonio Gates, I looked at everybody yeah, and I tried yeah. to like, take a little bit from every, everybody I look, watch, and then yeah. I look at wide receivers, look at you, look at Jerry, um, who else would I look at? I look at, uh, Tony Michael Gonzalez, Irving. all those yeah, guys. Yeah, just all those guys, cause, cause it's, it became like, I, I couldn't really watch a lot of wide, um, tight ends because I had to watch receivers, cause I, I was starting, when I was with North Turner, he became more of a wide receiver. I was like, whoa. Because when I walked in the league, I was like, whoa, this yeah. is different. Right. Because I was you, running, running, running. Right. Because you had that running. Yeah. <laughs> and then they started running all these deep balls. So yeah. I was like, damn, now I got to work on tracking the ball. So then I started working on tracking the ball. Yeah. And because I was like, these guys using me downfield. So I yeah. started running downfield a lot, catching all these deep balls and stuff. And um, yeah, so it's just, it's just one of those things, just taking what I saw and just working on it. But did you embrace that? Because like I said, that's different. I mean, I'm yeah. sure different North saw that and he'd be like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we have somebody like with the, the exceptional, extraordinary talent, skill mm-hmm. set. I'm like, yo, we can create mismatches because somebody with your speed, your size, mm-hmm. linebackers aren't used to no, carrying run with you, you know, yeah. tight ends mm-hmm. like that, especially with breakaway speed and the speed that you had. Yeah, I started, it's interesting because when I first came in, I was covered by a linebacker. Mm-hmm. And then they started seeing what I was doing. It was like, oh no, we can't cover him with him. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, hey, Bring the No, was sitting me right. down the middle. Then you know, started go down the middle. Then I'm mm-hmm. doing. Then I'm running wheel routes up the sideline. When I'm yeah. line, then they started putting the safety on. Then safety couldn't cover me. That, so then right. they started going to like a, a, a nickel or, or putting the right. corner, you know, the yeah. corner, smaller guy, faster guy. You yep. know what I mean? They could run with me. Right. Um, so yeah, then it just. Then next thing you know. They started using me for a lot of deep routes because I was the fat, always the fastest guy on the team. Right, so I was right, always right. expected to get downfield yeah. all the time. So um, it was pretty, it was cool just seeing the transition and right. just seeing how the team started to use me and okay. things of that nature. So. I, like, I know we got a lot of other stuff to, to talk to you about as far as the entertainment side, but before we <clears throat> get there, I want to talk about more, more football stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So give us your top five tight ends of all time. Oh, top five tight ends of all time. You can put your five in Rob there. Rob Gronkowski. Okay, I'm going to say Rob Gronkowski, Shannon Sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, uh, who else? Uh, Shannon Sharp. You, gotta, you can go all the way back all to way the back. to Kellen Winslow if you want. Tony Gonzalez. 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 Okay, that's three. Uh, Antonio Gates. Antonio, Antonio Gates. Gates. Yeah. 
Yeah. And man, I want that's I want four. two guys one. that played. They were I'm gonna have to say, I'm have to say Kellen, man. My get Kellen Winslow Senior, man. I'm yeah, like, senior. I got to him in there. Yeah, he was a beast. The legend. Beast. Really? The legend I didn't really man. watch man. He was the he was the first tweener, if you will. He's the first tight end I ever saw go out wide. I mean, I didn't know much of until I heard of. Kellen Winslow Jr. Yeah. And then they're yeah. like, yo, his like, dad wait till you see the dad. I'm like, that's yeah. crazy. Long run. I yeah. mean, he could do it all. Catch like a wide receiver. That's how your son gonna be. It's gonna be is, yeah. what's your son's name? Is he a very Johnny. Okay, yeah, so he's not nah, okay. No, nah. but yeah, but it's gonna be the same same yeah. thing. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Davis, Johnny. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. we cool, we cool. Yeah, all right. keep his head right, keep his mind keep right. Keep it's all right. mental, right? Yeah. It's all mental game. Hey, he's gonna keep that right because I already yeah, know. Cause you, yeah, because you, yeah, yeah. 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 Stand that. You yeah. great Stand parents. Yeah. You gonna keep yeah. keep that head on straight yeah. for sure. Yeah, try to. So again, after ball, right? You're you're trying you're you're dibbling dabbling here in the entertainment business. So tell us how the transition's gone so far for you. Oh no, it's been great. My um, I was I was calling around. So when I right before I got done playing, I was calling around looking for a manager. Okay. And I found a guy named Henry Pinsey, mm-hmm. who who I collaborated with, and he was working with Rob Gronkowski. Henry, he's uh, the, uh used to model, right? No, he didn't model. No, that's what Henry, <laughs> Henry Pinsey. <laughs> no, is that the dude that said when he walked in? I don't know that's who. He said he used to model. Is that the dude? No, I got the Fonzie. Is that Fonzie from No from, from Happy Days? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, that's Henry Winkler. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, my bad. So he, he, you know, he was working. I knew Rob because his brother's my backup in college. He, we, his oh, brother okay. is tight end with me in Maryland. Okay. And then oh, I met uh, his family. Henry? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. That's Henry. So he's working with Grunk. And so I, the athletic ability, it just skipped over him. Who? Henry? <laughs> it just skipped over him. You can say it. It just skipped nah, over Henry him. Henry wasn't no athlete. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski, he was working with Rob Gronkowski, and then I was like, oh, I know Grunk really well because his brother was my back. Rob Gronkowski's brother. Oh, oh Rob's brother. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, he's gotcha. my backup in Maryland, so I knew the family already. Right. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to work with him. So then after that, so what happened when I, when I was about to retire, I had a script, and... I wanted to produce it myself. It's called mm-hmm. Red Winter. And then I met a guy who had this other script, and I produced that myself. It's called uh, Message from Brianna. Okay. After that, and I started doing I got a role, two, did two movies with Bruce Willis, one with John Malkovich, and uh, mm-hmm. then I had a lead role with Morgan Freeman, where I had to speak in a South African dialect. I learned Zulu. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me to learn Zulu, but as an athlete, as we do, right? Right. We go above and beyond. So I, me- I messaged this girl on Instagram in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I was like, can you help me on this? Mm-hmm. So she helped me. And next thing you know, I learned a little Zulu. So when I, you know, I go in and I see Morgan, he didn't know I was going to use it. Right. And I start speaking. I can tell he was a little off because he's like, Interesting. You right, know what I mean? Right, so right. I, I put the Zulu on him. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, good. Yeah. That's you Not should. the voodoo, but the Zulu. Yeah, Zulu. Yeah. 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 That Zulu on yeah. <laughs> So I play a serial killer. And then after that, I got another role playing this 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 uh, football player, NFL football player mm-hmm. who's dying from liver failure. Okay. It's on a uh, Sony platform called Pure Flix. Okay. So I play that role um, with William Allen. William Allen, And um, it was it was pretty cool. It was a pretty crazy role because it was so... I felt like it was really me because I lived it. Tordal, Advil, mm-hmm. you know, we go out and we drink alcohol right after the game, right? Mm-hmm. right, right. So it affects people's liver and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I felt like I was really in it. He's, you know, the kid and the, the character, he had won a Super Bowl. You know, he played eight years and now all of a sudden he's in the hospice. He don't think he's dying. His father don't think he's dying, but he's actually dying. dying. Everybody wow. goes and is dying. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm on his bed, and you see the trans um, progression of me going from this lively guy walking in and mm-hmm. coming in in a wheelchair. Now, all of a sudden, I'm pale, my lips. 
and I'm going to Body's my mom. Just yeah, so it was like it was script. It was really, it was really awesome. Yeah, it was just, it was just a lot there. Mm -hmm. So right. yeah, I can't wait for people to see that because we did. So it. when is that coming out? Is that, that yeah, should come out 2022 as well. 2022, okay. Yeah. And what's the name of it? It's called. This was called um, um, Going Home. Going Home. <clears throat> it's about an award-winning nurse who works at a hospice. Nice. So each episode is a different situation. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice home. Now yeah. you want to focus. He's going home to his hip. Is, yes, his hip is going I'm, home. I'm, I'm, I'm hospice, home. Yeah, hospice home? Hospice yeah, home? That's yeah, the name that, of that it? That hip is, is really bad. Oh. He, he's going to be going home here pretty soon. So actor, producer, director, writer, all those, mm. one of those two lanes, one of those four lanes, like mm. what's the real, for focus for like the next 10 to 20 years? I, yeah, I think that doing television shows, um, I like the show. I got a pretty cool show coming out on Fox called Domino Masters. Okay. It's a competition show. Nice. Um, it's like we have like uh, bringing 16 teams and they have a chance to build this world out of dominoes. They topple them. Nice. We have yeah, sports yeah. night. We have all kinds of stuff. We had like um, some special guests come on. It's pretty, it's pretty, that was pretty cool because it's all about competition. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, just doing that stuff, you mm -hmm. know, that's what I'm passionate about. I like doing it. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's fun. So creating content. Creating right? content, yeah. Yeah. I get, yeah. I mean, because, you know, being out here in L.A., like I said, <clears> you're <throat> definitely moving to L.A., I can already tell. You know, you ain't here yet, but you're moving here. Yeah. Um, it's like the more you can do. It's like NFL, like the more you can yeah. do, the longer you stick around, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the, the focus part for people who don't know how to focus, I think, is what people get caught up mm. of coming out here trying to enjoy it. You've already mm. done that, right? Play in the NFL. Yeah. Like, so your aspirations, like you want to be like the mm. best award winning, you want some Oscars, you want some medals, you know, what's the, the big goal? Yeah, what's yeah. the accomplishment there? I think the accomplishment is just like we, just like where we, where we come from, just being, doing it and just being successful at it. Mm. You know, okay. I, don't, I don't really think I have, I, I think it's just more the joy of being able to do it, mm -hmm. start it, do it, put the work in, just see and, where it goes. And just so you're not looking for it. the accolades just yet. You know no, I, mean? I don't really care about just, that. I just care about the success of it, being able to do it and do it on a high level, mm -hmm. and just right. do it right and just perfect it and just own it. You know, like mm -hmm. we like we do football, just just mm -hmm. own it. The preparation in it is the best part because it's being because once you do something consistently over time, you're gonna get good at it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So if I got my coach and we're doing it twice a week, two days a week. Um, I'm going to get good at it. Yep. So it's just put the time in your repetition. Yeah. Yeah. Repetition. Rep, rep, rep. How did you feel after you went to your first audition? Um, the first audition was. And what, yeah. What was it? What was your yeah, first audition? Yeah. It was. It was tough. Uh, forget, what, what was it? It was something. I forget what the role was, but it was just me, just just doing me. Like right. I didn't have any direction. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. your experience. Yeah, I didn't have any experience. direction, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And then when I started to really get into it, I learned so much, man. I learned about like, the best actors, you look at them, they don't even blink when they get their, their close-ups. Right. They got their eyes, they don't really blink, they right. don't move their eyebrows, right? right? They're still. Just little, Michael Caine talks about it, he has something on YouTube. Um, he talks about all this stuff. When you're in front of the camera, you don't want to be a distraction. Like if the camera's here, right. if that camera's here, I want to kind of, instead of looking here, I kind of open, put this eye on that eye. That's why I got more face to the camera. Right, you see right, what I'm right. saying? Angles, like yeah. all the little details. It's the stuff that I went back and I <clears throat> and I start looking at. Because mm -hmm. like this stuff can help me when I'm yeah. on camera. You know? Um, just little things and just really being in tune to to the to the to the to the script, to the character, to the breaking character. it down. Mm -hmm. You know, doing a but giving the backstory, finding fears and you know what makes this character tick, mm -hmm. uh, relating yourself to the character. Yeah, uh, coming up with your objective. Yeah, yeah your objectives. Once you do all that work, 
Yeah. You don't have to do anything else. You can yeah. just let it go because yeah. it's going to be, be, be in you. Yeah, be you. you. You'd be surprised. you just be on set. You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, you just start getting yeah. into it. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is you don't even know. Like, right now, like, like, when I just go, I just I just do it. And I just don't even, you don't even think don't about even it. You think just do the work. Because you're already that person. Yeah, you know your moment before. You know where, you, where you're coming from. You know where you're going. Yeah. You got your objectives. You, you've already did all the work. Yeah. You, you know everything. You know, you know what the character's afraid of. You know, yeah. and you just you yeah, did the you work. You studied the script. You've gone through it. You kind of done know. it. Yeah, you've done it. You you got your everything, your beats, your actions, your objectives, everything you need to have. Right. So I have like, <clears throat> I'll have my binder. This uh, coach that I have named Kevin Benton from Tasha Smith Studio. Yeah, yeah. He taught me to have this binder. So I got this binder, and I keep a binder on every every job I do, mm-hmm. and I'll have like. 15, 20 pages of back of work that I've written. Backstory, now. yeah. Backstory, Absolutely. character breakdown. What I, you know, what I mean, yeah. comparing myself to him. And, yep. um, so is this stuff. what you learned in football transitioning, helping you with, with your your acting? Does I that, think the 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 <clears throat> the the dedication, the the consistency of what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you, you'll be out there till catching the ball one hand, catching like this. You probably be outside all day, outworking everybody. Because that's what you—that's what you've learned instilled upon yourself from a very young age, and that's what got you to the Hall of Fame. But that's the same stuff we put into this. Yeah, mm-hmm. same, same stuff. Just do it all. Just do it all the time. Yeah. Like whether it's TikTok, whatever it is, you're doing it. You're always doing it. Yeah. That's what I do. That's what I do now. I just, I'm always doing it. I'm always yeah. doing something. And I don't care what it is. It's something. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's reading, and I'm reading now. When I read a book, I'm not reading it like you read a book. I'm reading it like I'm reading a script. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, yeah, as I, it's just the, the world is your book now. Right. You know, when, you, when you're so tuned into doing one thing, you're taking everything you're seeing every single day. Like, I can yeah. go sit at the airport and look for three hours and, like, okay, yeah. pick up something little from 20 different people as a naked character. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the world yeah. is your oyster. Yeah. That's yeah. why I said book. I didn't say oyster. I know. I, I, I knew where you book. were getting at. I didn't I want to be oyster. I wanted to be book. I just wanted to enlighten, <laughs> enlighten our viewers. I just wanted to enlighten our viewers. You know, <laughs> that that our viewers. we knew what we were talking about. No, we you don't know. That you knew what you were You don't know. No, I do. Okay, I did. You know what I mean? That's why I shared it with our viewers. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. That people, you know what sharing I'm saying? Sharing's caring. Sharing's caring. That's what we do on here. And you That's know what our motto? We think it, we say it. You think it, we say it. You did. Yeah. So. You know what I mean? So who's somebody that you might want to work with in the future? Dude, like I love to work. I, I knew you were going to say that. I love yeah. to work with Will Smith, man. I'm reading yeah. his book right now called Will. Have you yeah. read it? You're yeah. Not? yeah, we, yeah. we, went, we to actually the, went to the, the show. book launching. Oh, yeah. so you know about, you seen the book? Yeah. yeah. So you know everything in that book he's talking? Yeah. Dude, that book is so great. His grandmother's name is Gigi. My grandmother's name is Gigi. Really? That's Very crazy. spiritual. And part of liking that book is when his mom was telling him that he couldn't go be a rapper. Yeah, yeah he, absolutely. He, 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 he mentioned all be that on to stage. School. Right? Yeah, school's yeah, way like, more go, important than you exactly. rapping, young boy. Yeah. Exactly. And then you go back to Pursuit of Happiness when he was telling his son, he was like, you got a dream, you go after it. That was his Don't idea. Let anybody. That was because his mom was telling him. Yeah. Man, yeah. it's powerful, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. so many people miss out on opportunities that they want to do for themselves because their parents want them to do something else. Come on. Yeah. Come on, preach. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't want to get too deep into that right there, but I was just talking to somebody earlier. I'm like... Somebody at 25, you literally have to go tell your parents, I'm not listening to you no more, mom. I'm not listening to you no more, dad, because I got to go chase my dreams. Because a lot of parents, like, I don't want you to chase your dreams. I want you to be an accountant. I want you to be a cop, whatever those things are. They want kids to chase their dreams. Right. You can't do that. Go chase your own dreams is kind of what you just said. But sometimes it's not not even parents, too. It's society. There you go. Let me tell you something. 
my biological granddad, so my biological granddad was an artist. I didn't find this out until I was, until I left college. Wow. So as a kid, I was always intrigued by art. Mm. But I couldn't do art because I let the environment shape that for me. Mm. If I was walking around with a canvas, you ain't cool. In the hood, I yeah, you exactly. Yeah. So I couldn't pursue art. Mm. I couldn't do it. Yeah, but now when I got to college, nerd, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. get out of here with that damn it, canvas and pen. Exactly. Ain't that crazy though, man? Knock it out your hand, little well, dude. Get out of here with all of that. But when I get to college, I felt free. I felt open. So I changed my major from criminal justice to art studio, and I wow. pursued art. Then after I left college, guess what? I found out my biological granddad was an artist. And you was now, that's going, why I was intrigued by. He was already yeah. going in that lane, in that DNA. So now I'm in. Now I'm doing what I want to do. I'm, I'm doing. A, I, can write, I can do poetry. I'm acting. Mm-hmm. I can. I can do my painting. I can do mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It was always there, but I just couldn't. Yeah. Do it because I was afraid. You I like love, art? I love so what it. What did you do in this canvas right here? It's a big <laughs> canvas right there. It's this stay camera ready. This stay <laughs> camera ready. You don't, you don't need to touch it's it. Big, see that canvas? Stay camera ready. You dig? So it's all good. So again, when you were playing. Did you want to do that stuff, or were you just so focused on football at that moment you didn't even think about anything mm-hmm. after? No, I didn't really. I didn't really think about acting and all that stuff. I was just more painting, and I was doing the paint because I opened up an art gallery in San Jose while you were playing. Called school. Gallery Eighty Five. Yeah, while okay. I was playing. Yeah, I had a big grand opening and all that stuff. Uh, so I had local artists come. They would uh, the work that they they showcase. Mm-hmm. Whenever they sold it, fifty percent would go back to the Vernon Davis of the Vernon Davis Foundation for the Arts. Nice. Other fifty percent would go back to them. Nice. That's how I would do it. Uh, so that's awesome. all I was doing. And then, like, when I got midway through my my time with uh, San Francisco, I took a class at the Shelton Theater of Art down in San, downtown, downtown San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I started, that's when I really fell in love with the craft. So then I started doing other things. And, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Because, again, we, we talk about this a lot. It's like when we're playing, especially the organization, especially your coaches, mm-hmm. they don't want you to do anything else. And I remember just playing. I always... I was always trying to go do things outside of football, but we were looked at in a bad way. Like, you can't do that. You're supposed to be focused. Like, I am Mm. focused on football, but I also have a life after I get done playing football. And that's why I asked that question, because they want you to just do this thing, and then when you're done, beg from the NFL some more, Mm. be broke, and come back. But you have to do other things. You have to follow more than one passion. Perfect example of being more than an athlete. Mm. And I think all of us have kind of experienced, you know, kind of been at that fork in the road. Like, okay, knowing that at some point, okay, well, what do I do? Where do I go? Mm. You know what I mean? I think that's admirable that that you found your passion and you kind of realized, okay, these are some of the things that I'm interested in, and you pursue those things. As he mm-hmm. said, you know, sometimes, mm-hmm. like you said, so, as you said too, society mm-hmm. puts us in a box and like, oh, mm-hmm. you can't do this, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah awesome. and again, it's I, I I hated it when I was playing. I just hated that. I didn't understand it, <laughs> you know, because it was just like, well, you're gonna, because I felt you're gonna get cut. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get cut if you don't focus right, on just yeah. that, you know. Right, so yeah. it was we were so scared to go do anything else. Yeah. Right, so yeah. it's like everything I, was predicated on wins and losses. You know, but I mean? it's not like that now. Now, yeah, because all not. these guys are doing twenty other things now, which is great. You know, right. again, it can be great and it can be bad if you're not producing. If you're not producing, <laughs> if you're not producing, mm-hmm. right? So you know I mean, but, now it's like, okay, well, what is he doing? Like, you know, his, he's not focused. You know, he's right to focus on business. Right, you know, or it could be you know other things. Oh yeah, they try me with them. Yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I was opening up these. I opened up a couple of Jamba Juices when I was in San Francisco. And when I wasn't doing well, mm-hmm. they blamed it. Oh, he's too busy. His focus is not here. You know what I mean? They always want to blame it on something else when you're not 
when right. something's going on. I mean, I wasn't performing because I was, I had injuries. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? It wasn't because of what I was doing. Right. And I'm right. trying to go make a better living right. for my I'm life after exactly. football. Right, right. Yeah, I'm trying wow. to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to scale and, and do things different. Yeah. Right. Because that's the goal. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, so now in the um, for from this point on, like. Direct, director, want to do the directing? No, not necessarily directing, more producing and, and, okay. and just being in front of the camera. Right, right. Kind of thing, yeah. Okay. Right, can yeah. you write? Got a pen at all? I can write. I wrote, I wrote some things, but I'm not in the format what, from an idea creative right, standpoint. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because you write the concept. Yeah, I don't down, really have somebody any else flesh go, it I don't really want to learn how to like write a script or nothing like that. I just want to come up with the ideas. Me, and yeah, I'm going to have somebody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. format it. Yeah. Somebody else flesh it oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. right. I do it that way. People are like, why don't you write? Like, you have some great ideas. Like, it's just an idea. That's right. Exactly. You got to be in it for a minute. Oh, yeah. You know, it's 20, 30 years before you really become right, yeah, a good you gotta writer. be really like right. out there kind of yeah. like creative yeah. yeah so so now that you're in it and you get a bunch of calls from people you know mm. i got scripts i got this like how do you mm. handle that well i look at the script you know, i can read i can normally read a script i can look at the script and tell if it's a good one just right. by just by getting into it mm -hmm. um or if it's something that i'm interested in you know i will have a conversation about it but mm -hmm. i can now identify like if a character that i really like yeah yep. i can i can tell yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it just takes over time. You just learn to yeah, just how to adjust yeah. it. You know, how to digest everything. Yeah, I remember the first probably two and a half, three months when I was first got out here. I probably read about 150 scripts because that's all yeah. I heard from the first 10 people that I had meetings with. <laughs> it's all about the script. It's all about the script. So I just yeah. started reading everything. You mm -hmm. know, and it baffles me when people come up to me. Hey, I got the best script you've ever read. Yeah. Bumpy breaks, you know. <laughs> like I'm sure it's good, but you know, have you ever written anything? No, but this is the best. Pump your breaks, you know, because you you still want to encourage them, right? And you right. still have to take in consideration. It could be a great idea mm. if we get this script to the next level, you know. But right. at the same time, it's like you can't just take everything on uh, right. as a producer. If you yeah, will. you can't take everything on. It has to be a good one. Right, right. It's all about who you got attached to it too. Yeah, yeah. You know, now, you, got, yeah. you got the right people attached. Oh, you can get the you can get the financing right away. Absolutely, name, oh, yeah. right? Big name is attached. Oh, Easy yeah. peasy. <clears throat> All right. Let me. Yeah. Okay. Let me give you a scenario. Right. Mm. Independent film. Mm -hmm. This is just you know just hypothetical. Independent film up for an Oscar mm -hmm. or three hundred million dollar budget movie for Marvel. Can only have one. Can only do one. Man, I'm going with a $300 million. Okay. Marvel, you know, I can't turn that one. Because usually they're not in the same uh, lane, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm going with that one. I, I don't know. I just yeah, you, about you wait it, on man. that Oscar. Yeah, huh? I get there. I get that. I get that. Right, man. I just right. something about it, man. It's all. It's all on your preference. What you. What yeah. you. Yep. You know. What do you. What do you want for yourself? How do you feel about a certain thing? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's all preference. And like you said, they're in different lanes. Totally. But his answer tells me, like, okay, you can tell he's from that background of just doing work. Mm -hmm. You don't want to just be given anything. Right. right. You know what I mean? You want to go through that process of possibly gaining that. Right. You don't want anybody to just put it in your lap. Yeah. But the idea, like I said, it's there for the taking. Yeah. That's what I that's I got that from his from his answer. So yeah. that's, that's that's cool. Yeah, that's I want to cool. go back to football a little bit Good because you have a brother that played. How was yeah. that? You know what I mean? Because I, I can't imagine you know what I mean? If he was my brother, yeah. I couldn't imagine really playing <coughs> with him or against it's him. You know what I mean? But you, your brother played yeah. on the other side of the ball. 
and obviously you guys played against each other. I never really played against them. You didn't? You didn't. No, it never. It that's never, crazy. Never yeah, I, Cause you leave that I know y'all look at the schedule every year. It was like, yeah, you got y'all this year. <clears throat> and, it and I was hoping he'd match up or had to match up on me or something like right. that. Right. I thought you, you know, guys did. You never yeah. cross pad. That's nah. crazy. That is nah. crazy. And yeah. y'all, how long were y'all in the to lead together. He played 10 years, I played 14. So all like the, uh, the his whole 10, you guys were both in the league at the same time? Or like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah we're in the league at the same yeah, time. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's crazy yeah. that you guys never yeah. played together. Never played I knew y'all was gonna probably be talking trash. Nah, yeah, yeah, I would've, I would've just, yeah, I, was, I wasn't gonna take it easy on him. I was gonna let him have it. <laughs> I was gonna give him all I had. Oh, and I know him, he thought he yeah. was gonna give it to oh, you. Yeah, he thought. <laughs> Knowing him. Oh yeah, I wasn't gonna take it light on him. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't take it like that. Yeah, you go try to mush him. You yeah. go try to mush him for sure. Oh, yeah, I try to, try to get off one of course. Oh, you can't let you look. You can't let right. you, especially your little brother out there. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. it don't happen that way. Did you, I, I, let's talk about it. I know he, like, did you guys talk about, like, how he ended up just ending his career? Because I think he went in at halftime and he didn't even come back out. Yeah. And he just, like, yeah. this is it. Did you guys talk about that well, yeah, or he what was, went into he, that? Man, it was crazy, man. I was sitting in the locker room. He called me. He was like, I, I, well, he called me like five five times. So I'm in the game. I'm in the game. I'm in, you know, we all came out at the same time. He was half, his halftime was doing my time. So I was, I look at my phone. I saw I called him back. I'm like, damn, that's weird. I was like, what's up? He's like, I can't let you know I'm retired. I was like, boy, you crazy. This is at halftime like, in the middle of the game. It, this was at halftime. I was at halftime, and he was right. in his car going, because I guess wow. the rest of the team, it went back out. Yeah. And then he going, he had his car driving. Wow. Everybody get outside, party. He's like, damn, we're going to you. We're going to you. Yeah. He driving home, calling me. That's what he called him. Like, I'm like, boy, you crazy. I'm going to call you playing, back. Right. Playing, right. Playing. Playing. Right. He's like, nah, I'm serious, bro. I'm retired. Like, and then you got a game? You never had the TV on in the locker room. Right. I said, I just seen you make a play. Right. You just, you just had a, a fumble recovery. I was like, go ahead, boy, you crying. And I look at my text, like my agent texts me, and then my grandmother texts me. I'm like, I'm like, damn. I was like, nah, man, he ain't just do nah, nah. He nah, tripping. Nah, nah. He tripping. I felt like he let me down. Cause right. you know, I was the one in, in seven, no, what grade was it? When I was in high school, he's like, you know, he's four years younger than me. Mm -hmm. So I was pulling him by his hand, making him go jump the bleachers and make work, making up workouts, having because right, right. I wanted to take him. In my eyes, in my mind, I wanted to take him along the journey where I was going. Right, right, right. Because you know, what I mean, your little brother, you want to take, right. you want him to make it too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I felt like he let me down. You know what I'm saying? Wow, you, feel, you, yeah. you feel like your little brother let you down. Like, nah, he ain't just do that. No, so now that no it's way. like, did he ever give you a reason as to like what what came upon him? Like, at and at that point in time, like. Why halftime? Like during the game. Right. Like yeah. usually people wait till I make that decision after the game. Exactly. And that's what I was thinking. I couldn't understand it. Yeah. But then when I got back, it took me a little while to kind of die. To really digest it and understand, okay. Process it, uh -huh. Not just because he's my brother. Yeah, he's my brother, so I got to support him. Right. But I still need to understand what's going on here. Right. So when I started to think, I was like, I got to put myself in his shoes. And mentally, we don't know what somebody's going through. Right, exactly. Mentally, he probably could have went back out there and probably did something crazy. Probably injured himself, injured yeah. somebody else. Yeah. I don't know. But I also have to think because, you know, I have another brother who developed paranoid schizophrenia. Oh, now, let me wow. tell you this. He was cold. He taught Vontae, check this out, he's three years younger than Vontae, mm -hmm. and he taught Vontae how to play football a little bit. Wow. I walked in the house one day, Mike and Vontae, Vontae was in 11th grade, and Mike was what, like 8th, ninth. Eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there, I was like, this is not happening. My grandmother walked in. I was like, no, this is not happening. Mm -hmm. He was showing Vontae what to do. Dang. It was crazy. Okay. Michael Davis is his name. 
Okay. And I was like, this is unbelievable. This kid is a freak. And he was a freak. He could play quarterback. And what was this condition you just named? He developed paranoid schizophrenia. <clears throat> paranoid schizophrenia? Paranoid schizophrenia. Wow. Yeah, paranoid schizophrenia. Um, and it was it was crazy because I was I was taking him along too. You know, I was kind of right. I go home. He I go home and he know. being the big bro. Big yeah, he be my quarterback. Whatever I yeah, yeah. he be my quarterback. Right. So it was it was but it was it was uh, so I was I was thinking I was like man everybody has these things that they develop over time. Not saying that he had what Michael had, right. but he probably had some things going on mentally that we right. can't understand. Only Absolutely. he under, understood right. what it was. So yeah. that gave me uh, some comfort there because I had to I had to kind of. Sympathizing. Yeah. Figure kind of take it out. a step back and look at it from a different perspective yeah. right, from a football right. player. Right. right. And still to this day, you know, sometimes like, you know, I don't know the I don't I don't really know the root of what it was. Mm-hmm. He he told me that it was um, you know, he was just it was done. You know, he wanted to walk on his own terms. Mm. But that's you, you I, I still don't know what he knows. Maybe that's what it is. Right. I don't know. But right. will he ever tell me? I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I think, yeah, for, I think for a lot of yeah. people that, that witnessed and heard and saw him, like, yeah. and they were like, yeah. yo, he quit at halftime. Like, what? I'm like, that. this has got to be a wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Misreporting, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's crazy because we've never seen it. Never seen no. it. It made history. No, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. now when I tell him, I said, everything... Everything can turn into a positive, but you gotta you gotta turn it into a way where it makes sense for everybody to be able to understand. To understand, you I'm know sure at I mean? some point he'll be able to tell his story. Uh, yeah. yeah, the way that he needs to, and when he feels comfortable. Exactly. To tell Ex- that story. Exactly. But like you said, I mean, there, like I said, now mental health is a big thing, right. and you know, with each and every individual, every anything that may happen, we yeah. don't know what they're thinking, what they're going through at home. They could be mm. dealing with. You know, all types of issues. Baby mama drama, just mm-hmm. traumatic trauma from, you know, when they right. were growing up. Exactly. I mean, anything could have triggered. I mean, all the things that are going on yeah. in this world, you know, mm-hmm. from the pandemic, you know, all the, the riots and protests and things that are going on in the world, it can trigger anybody to do anything. Exactly. His story can change a lot of lives. Right, yeah. right. Depending on how he how he uh, relayed the message. So, yeah. I mean, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's like, it could have happened... I don't want to think worst case scenario, but like you say, go back out there and something bad happens. Something bad could happen. Right. You know, yeah. as we all know, like that game, it's, it moves too fast for you to be out there thinking. Right. And then everybody, well, what, why did he do that? What was he right. thinking? And if you ain't thinking correctly, they, one play can on. change a lot of things. Change. I mean, injuries. What? I mean, exactly. Uh, for, the change, for the rest of your life, you see, yeah. see a lot of guys just get yeah. injured. Yeah. 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 But. So. so, yeah, kudos. I, I mean, yeah. kudos to him for. Really being recognizing, self, man. yeah, like that. <laughs> self-aware, yeah. being self-aware. Self-aware. So, how many like injuries did you end up having like during your? your I never had surgery. Wow. Yeah, I never had surgery though. Yeah. Like I never had any crazy. surgery. You know what? Fourteen years. I don't man. think I did either. I know somebody yeah, who did. Man. This guy. Scott yeah. is soft. He's soft. Yeah, yeah he get, this dude gets hurt playing softball. Yeah. How you gonna get hurt playing softball? Not yeah. saying soft. You know what I'm saying? You know what you want. So you supposed to get injured playing hardball. Right. Yeah. So you played in two Super Bowls. Two Super Bowls. One one. A one one. Lost one with the Niners. Yeah. 
But you leave it up to Frank Gore, he gonna laugh at me. He say, man, man, you ain't doing that Super Bowl, dog. You gonna live for two months, dog. <laughs> Don't count. Like, no, yeah. I talked to him the other day. I, I was making fun of him for fighting. I was like, I'm gonna be at that fight. I'm going to that fight on Friday. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be right there. I'm gonna be right there. He was, he was, you know, he just always joking and stuff. He tried to change the subject talking about the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, with that Super Bowl, though. <laughs> I was there. I won. So I mean, that's a good question. So because I mean, I think about a lot of guys that you know that. Won Super Bowls, but they really they on practice squad. They got rings, but they yeah. Do you they, yeah. they, they really didn't contribute to it they in a sense? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. does that make them better than me because they have a Super Bowl ring yeah. and I don't? You know what I mean? And he yeah. doesn't. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of guys that, like I said, we're in the same boat. There's a lot of guys that got rings and we don't. There's a lot yeah. of guys, and they're they got, not as good as you, but they got Super they Bowl got rings and they so walk they, and they walk around right. saying so I got rings. I'd be like, oh, I'd be mad. I'd be so mad. does that make them better than us? No, but personally. I don't I, Does it make them oh, I'm not I, gonna, I don't want people to hear me say that, but it makes me upset. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, so it is. Even though you went there but a couple of months, you went and spent a number of hours and years in San Francisco, you went to a Super Bowl and you lost. So how, how does it how do they rank? I mean You know, I you, you know, it's it's interesting, man, because like, man, that game where we lost, man, we put I put so much just I think about the t the time when I first came in the door all the way up into that game, right? Mm. I'm very I'm grateful even though we didn't win it because it's the being able to get there, mm. you know, because you the journey, to the it, journey the right? Yeah. All those losses and all the all the like the, 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 the negative tears, yeah, yeah the yeah. negative stuff that happened along the way that turned into positive and then mm. the positive outcome at the end. Yeah, it hurts, but you still have to appreciate that journey even yes. getting there. You know Absolutely. what I mean? You and your brother's getting there. Absolutely. And then being able to go on a team, get traded, and go to a team where, gosh, you actually get a ring with this team. With this team. Right? Uh, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? So I mean did, not you a, feel, not, did you feel as elated? You know what I mean? As you think if you would have won it in San Francisco, do you nah, think the elation would have would have been the same? Yeah, it's different. That's what I want to know. I mean, yeah, like, it's different because, like, I just happened to walk on a team who already had that momentum, and I go there. Yeah, it's a blessing. It's, I'm grateful mm -hmm. to be able to share that with them, but it would feel different mm. if it was one with the team that I came from. You, you know what I'm right. saying? Mm. Or you because were there from the very beginning. The, exactly. I, I was there from since training, training camp. camp. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? From the day. You know what I mean? It's just different. You know what I mean? Mm. So, so Frank is so right. You got to I can't, I, I can't <laughs> really so Frank is right. right. But so it's almost like you got to No, 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 no. Like getting honorable mention, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. You know, you're not really I'll take it, but I want it first team. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. all right, yeah. man. But, but at least again, I, I like how you said it numerous times on the show. You're turning everything that happens into a positive. Right. Yeah. That's the best right message for life concept more than just football, obviously. What was yeah. a yeah? Being that we're talking about that, what was a a turning point or a point where you felt like there was growth in your <clears throat> career? Um, I think lot. I probably may know what you where you may go with this. Um, well, that was growth. Yeah, because I know there was an issue with with San Francisco. Mike Singletary, you guys had you know kind of bumped heads, and I, I think it may yeah, have seen might... some, some 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 interviews where you kind of discussed kind of like what you guys were going and what you were going through and yeah. at that time. I, I think I think that could be a moment where where there was growth because during that time I was just I don't know it was just like. I wouldn't say, I was just trying to find myself. Right. Yeah, it may not be that. Out. I yeah. was just basically, yeah. like I said, I was Yeah, just I think I was trying to find myself and just, you know, I was just finding myself. And at the moment, 
before that, before that moment, I didn't. I don't think I deserved the right to to do things my way. You know, certain mm. people, you know, you might look at them and be like, can they do things? That, do they deserve the right to do things their right. way? Like, like for you, you, you deserve the right to do things. Like a lot of people might say certain things about you and he did this way, but we have to really understand, we have to dig deep and see the pain that people, we, our life is controlled. Will Smith, he said, our life is controlled by the fears that we have, right? Mm-hmm. The fears and the, and the, the things that we went through in our life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Certain people, that's how they. That's how they control. That's 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 what they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you know, it's, it takes people a certain time to get to where to a certain point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that's that's what's controlling them. Mm-hmm. That's how they thrive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you so, two, go ahead, go ahead. But for me, yeah, that was me. But do I deserve the right to? Do I get the right to do that at that point? What have I done? Mm-hmm. I didn't do enough in the NFL to be able to mm-hmm. go to Coach Singletary and say, look. I got it. Mm-hmm. I didn't deserve that right. So I feel like that was a big turning point in my life because I was still trying to find out myself as a player. When you say you went to him, you say, I got it. What were you talking no, about? No, I couldn't say that. You couldn't say I couldn't go to him then. Well, say, I didn't do I nothing. Right. I, I was showing spots. I was doing things. Right. But it wasn't to that point where I had that turning point where, you know, all right, yeah, yeah, okay. I wanted, I, and, and he made me understand and say, okay, yeah, this is what I want to do. Okay, yeah, I want to do things this way. Mm-hmm. Right, so that was a turning point for me in my life. That's um, possible. Just having him there, you know, you know what That's I mean. And then when I did awful. turn, it was just like, I looked around. I was like, okay, yeah, I like this. I like this direction. I'm gonna keep on doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna keep on doing it this way, right. the way he he wanted me to do it, the way he showed me how to do it. Because right. you guys so. got to see both sides of it. I never saw you guys a side of it because I was always. I hadn't done enough. My stats were never good enough to be like, yo, do it my way, right? Mm-hmm. If you right. if you're going up against a corner, right? And Jerry can go release any way he wants, and they throw in the ball. You're like, well, if I can release any way I want, I would have did that too. But I can only go outside. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. when you get to that tenth year, what you, you gonna tell him he's just working for him. There you go. Right. So y'all got yeah, to that tenth uh, year, and you can so do what that. So y'all yeah. seen both. Sides. I've never saw that side. Yeah. I've never seen that side. But yeah. for you to be self-aware of that, say, yeah, yeah, at that point I wasn't there. And then yeah. after your seventh, eighth year, when you was, you know skyrocketing upward, like, you got to see both sides of it. Yeah, both sides, yeah. You know, yeah. Awesome. yeah so. You didn't want to, you don't want to go rogue, you know what I mean? Just, just do things <clears throat> however you want it. There is a, there's a plan, there is a reason, a rhyme and a reason you do certain things, you know what mm. I mean? Right. Yeah, you, you don't, you don't want to curse out your wide receivers coach on national television. So no, there you I, have it, ladies and gentlemen, get out. your popcorn ready. <laughs> just frustrated. I didn't curse him out. Who sure. cursed at that man? Nah, I didn't curse you didn't him use out. one curse word. No, nah, I just told him I needed the ball. You didn't say a curse word as you were saying I needed I the ball. I do not recall. <laughs> I do not recall. Get your man. Get I did your man. Before. I cursed him out. <laughs> I do I not did, recall. I won the ball. I did. I you cursed ball. him out? I, I did. I, well, I did. I did. But I mean, you did, like, but you didn't. <laughs> I did, but then when he raised his voice, it was my tight ends coach. I, I, said, I said, throw me the fucking ball, that coach. Right, right. Then he raised his voice. I said, oh, shit. I said, okay, right. let me get myself. Right. Right. He was tough. He was tough. So right. I said, let me back down. Like, like, you say cuss words. It's not like you're cursing at him, but if you use that word though it's not a frustration that way yeah Yeah, you know and i'm I'm gonna tell you man it's tough man being a wide receiver and 
Well, you're a basketball player, and you can you can control certain things. But yeah. wide receiver, the quarterback's not throwing you, you the don't ball. Touch it. You're things things not. Somebody if you're used to having success, and it's not happening the way it happened the last game. Yeah. Man, that's the most frustrating thing there yeah. is, man. He doesn't to know be able what to leave a game about. and not have a hundred. Talk to me. Be able to leave Talk a game. Talk to me, dog. He doesn't know what you're leave talking about. Leave a game about. and not have a hundred hundred yards, right. hundred fifty yards, or two touchdowns. Man, that's the hardest damn thing to do. I know. It's hard, man. Because you had it, you feel it, and you want it every freaking time, man. So why can you control the desire and the, the, just the, I, I do understand. I just didn't. <laughs> y'all had Randy Moss on this side and Chris Carter on this side. I still think that I should have got the ball. I don't care what you all think. I still think that I should have been the number one on the route. That's how I feel. And I, that's not going to change ever in my life. Just that's not going to change. The coaches had other thoughts. They had other things in mind. Absolutely. And it wasn't getting me the ball. Right. It's all good. But, yeah, I can relate to you right there. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were on one accord, right? We I hate y'all. I hate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we appreciate you coming out, yeah, though, yeah, man. Thanks for having time me, man. With it. Tell everybody good. where they can find you out on social media. Yeah, you can find me at Vernon Davis 85. You can follow everything. I post everything. It's always on my story, on my on my feed. Uh, yeah, just, you know, stay stay in tune and, you know, just stay close and you see everything that I'm doing. Yeah, the next uh, what, five, six, seven, eight years, look out for those kids. Look out for those Davis <laughs> boys. The Davis boys they is coming. coming. <laughs> they coming. Because you said your son, but he's about, what, 6'2"? You said two, six, He's about 6'2", 215 pounds. pounds. In eighth grader. Strong. Yeah, Dude, that's yeah. crazy. Coming. Two Davis boys. Bro, I wasn't two wearing 215 till I got in the pros. Dude, when I was in eighth, he's in eighth grade. When I was in eighth grade, that's I was right. weighing 180 pounds. That's, that's, I was weighing about 140. When I left high school, I was 185. <laughs> Yeah, he's big, bro. His hands the size of mine. He's big. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's huge. I can show you a picture. You'd be like, oh, oh my God. Oh, yes. Good yeah. luck. The letters are coming. Yep, get ready. So like Tia said, get your popcorn, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Get your popcorn, ladies and gentlemen. The Davis boys are coming. They coming. Peace. Yeah.